Welcome to another episode of Daybreak Crypto. You're here with Kramer and Jake, and we've got some Friday things to talk about, starting with Stacked, which is a Web3 gaming that's aiming to be Twitch for Web3. Uh, got $13 million in Series A money. Their vision is to kind of more or less turn creators into shareholders of the platform by giving them governance tokens. Pantera Capital led the financing along with Z Venture Capital, YJ Capital, and the JFR Fund, which is owned by Japan's mobile gaming unit, GRI. Stack is scheduled to launch in North America by the end of the year before pulling the trigger on international markets, including Latin America and Southeast Asia by 2023. The platform stated that creators won't need to have a deep understanding of crypto to use the service, which will be available on both mobile and desktop. And the platform what they're aiming to do is have it look very similar to conventional video streaming platforms, AKA Twitch and uh, tokens will be awarded based on performance metrics with stacked, always being majority owned by creators rather than investors says management. So that's the first thing I would like a lot more info on, but finish it up before I toss it over to you, Jake um, stacks founder didn't set out for the platform to be aimed towards blockchain or crypto. But Pantera Capital actually helped nudge them into understanding or seeing that blockchain will play a critical role in next-gen mobile games. This is interesting because we've mentioned Pantera Capital probably no less than eight times in the last two months. We've been kind of running these deals. And the fact that they had enough sway to, you know, move the founder of Stacked towards AMIA, towards blockchain and crypto is pretty I don't know if it's surprising. I don't really know what the right word is, but the co-founder remains skeptical of play-to-earn games that exploit users, but remains confident that high-quality titles will emerge, similar to how free-to-play went from hating monetization strategies to not only accepting them, but kind of bolstering it. And I know we hear, you know, complaints about, you know, a $20 Call of Duty skin or a $50 Apex box or some shit like that. But the thing is, is there's a percentage of players that will pay for it. So they're not going to stop doing it now. Once that door was opened, you can't really close it again. So um, we'll be interesting to see where this goes. Um, Definitely want to learn more about Pantera and see if they're just, you know, strictly investing in the NFT space with multiple horses in the same race, or if they're spreading out a bit, but Jake, what are your thoughts? So I liked this, uh, this stacked, company's approach wanting to be the twitch of crypto because to your point we've talked about how gaming and uh blockchains you know the different ways that people have tried to blend those two areas and one of the most common things we talk about is that uh play to earn and crypto games games that are crypto native that integrate blockchain try to reward uh players uh by playing and to the um the quote you gave from the the uh you know to your point, it has tended to create this dynamic where these big whales come in and they're the ones who tend to profit because it has a little bit of, you know, uh, spend to win. And it's just a constant problem in these play to earn games. Whereas here, this seems like a more natural fit for, you know, trying to redo the monetization from a Twitch angle. It's not so much, hey, we're going to create games that reward people. We're not going to monetize the games. We're just focused on the people who play these games and want to, uh, actual creators that like are on Twitch and YouTube, we're trying to give them a better monetization model. And, uh, 
you know, you see this also in music too, where um, the, the you know previously with the the album setup that eventually now uh, was disrupted by Spotify. You just, you know, when it comes to rather than the product itself, the people who want to be compensated as creators, this could be a, a much better model. Uh, what games they play could be traditional. They could be crypto native. But uh, at the very least, this just sounded interesting because it sounded like, uh, okay, maybe not gamers, but the, the streamers, they might find a little more of a need here. They might be a little more willing to embrace this. So that, that's what sounded, I think, really good to me right off the bat. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's... <sighs> It's a great move. It's something that I don't think I've seen anybody else try to do in this. And I mean, it's kind of, this is becoming a recurring thing on, on the pod, but we always talk about how you're going to bridge web two into web three. And this is a perfect example of doing that. I mean, I haven't heard them, like you said, I haven't heard them say, you know, you need to strictly be playing blockchain games or this game or that game to be able to earn. And the fact that, you know, you see streamers, if you pay attention to the streaming world, they switch from Twitch to, you know, Amazon to whoever else to play games and these different contracts and everything. And here right. they can actually have some, not, I don't know if it's true equity in the company, but it says majority owned by creators rather than investors. I don't know whether that goes off of the metrics that, you know, they gather during the stream or what, but It'll definitely be interesting to watch. And then the last thing I want to bring up is they mentioned in this article, play to earn versus play and earn. And it seems like most of the gaming community nowadays, like Web2, you know, Xbox, PC, PlayStation, they want more play and earn than play to earn because it doesn't seem like it's less, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Like you, you have the opportunity to earn, but that's not why you're playing the game. And if you just so happen to win a sword NFT that's you know transferable and ex on exchanges for a value, then you have the opportunity to sell that. But if you don't care about that, then you, it's not thrown in your face. I guess is my point. Yeah, but I mean that is the central problem with play to earn, right? Is how do you integrate market mechanics with actual exactly. real value into what is historically kind of been a a more closed off play area and how do you do that without ruining each of them how how do you make it so that people actually see this as a viable market where they want to commit capital and not get bogged down with the game but how do you also make it fun it's i, I mean that that's the central problem and i that's why that's why i like this is because it's kind of like look if somebody figures out play to earn and all that that's great we're focused on being the twitch we are going to stream whatever people want to stream we're going to focus on the creators there so yeah and that's a good point i don't know how they fix that i have yet to see a really perfect model for the play to earn or play and earn whatever you want to call it but um right yeah we'll see one my friday brain i'm gonna go kind of off track so imagine you're in like red dead redemption right you played that game yeah Oh yeah. So you're so you're at like you know you're riding along. You kill like some wild legendary animal with a pelt that you're able to actually sell like as an NFT on a marketplace. Imagine just going to like the town's shop where you like buy bullets and guns and being able to like if you're on PC like link in to an attached wallet and sell it directly from in the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just but something I mean I've never thought about before. I thought about like third party market places but like actually right. implementing these in game that 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 that's that's got to be a while off right 
I, I mean, this is this is really just World of Warcraft. Like the, the like uh, the entire True. market mechanics inside of a game have been done successfully in World of Warcraft. But the thing is, they're not universally successful. It's been a while since I played, but you know, just uh, you know, people go out, they farm. They grind for gear. They get the rare yeah. shit. They put it on the the in-house marketplace. They get in-game gold back. Now just turn that gold into, you know, link that to a USDC or something. I mean, you know, th- this has more or less been done before. It's just um, how do you make sure it doesn't get to the point where every time you log on to go kill that rare animal, there isn't a thousand people and bots just patrolling right. the area. And now, you know, everywhere you go, it's just, yeah. You know, so it, it's that balance that, I mean, has been done before to some extent, but, um, you know, that's the challenge, I guess. Yeah, and I feel like that succeeded more or less just because their fan base was just so determined and, like, just fucking loved it. Yeah, I mean, I I would love for someone, like I said, it's been a while since I played, and, and this, this central issue, I mean, WoW is still around, but I, I would love to hear someone talk about why the WoW model just hasn't been able to be used, you know, as a template successfully so far or, or why it wouldn't work or why it could. I don't know, but it just seems like the best example so far of integrated markets and games. But, um, yeah, I don't know. All good. Maybe we have to get a WoW player on here. Probably, yeah, legitimately. <laughs> I'm sure we know a couple. But, uh, yeah, well, that's uh, that's cool. We'll keep an eye on Stacked. Uh, we got a few minutes. And uh, I brought an article today. It's a little light. You know, it's a Friday. I figure we can sail into the weekend on something light. And it was uh, an article titled, uh, what is it? Uh, I would never date a crypto guy again. So it's stories about uh, women who have dated uh, people, guys that have um, been super into crypto, crypto bros even. And uh, there's a few stories ranging from just, uh, you know, someone – like a girl dated a guy who a girl was actually trading crypto was successful. And then she sold when her, you know, slightly interested boyfriend uh, said, Oh no, no, you need to sell out. And she did. And because she had FOMO, I think she broke up with them. And uh, another one was a story about uh, a sugar daddy. So there's just three random stories, but more so it just made me think about, you know, it got me thinking, first of all, you and I are married and we have, uh, we each have a, a daughter, very young, so we're not actively dating, but I'm curious, two questions. First of all, would you qualify yourself as a crypto bro? And if you were dating again, let's say you're single, would you bring up how into crypto you are on the first date as like, you know, one of your interests or would you wait? Definitely wouldn't bring it up on the first date, but reading <laughs> what uh, these people you know, it has the urban dictionary definition of a crypto bro. I don't, I don't know if I would be one, but I would definitely like the one thing that struck with me, he's a gluttonous 20 something party goer, always overindulging in the open bar. I mean, that seems like targeted. That's almost. Yeah. I mean, like the definition they give, which is kind of, you know, when people say crypto bro, it is kind of what you conjure up in your mind. It's a douchebag. Like, and so like, legitimately, yeah, so I mean, since we don't see ourselves as douchebags, I guess I wouldn't identify with the label either. Yeah, but I mean, it's so like what kind of bothered me about this is, and I mean, I guess it makes sense, is that like the stories were from like New York and Miami or Puerto Rico and then like Silicon Valley. And it's like, 
talk to the fucking dude in Iowa or Wisconsin that is going out on dates and like, you know what I mean? I feel like, then again, I feel like the younger generation, I mean, everybody knows or has at least heard about crypto or blockchain or Bitcoin nowadays. But like when we were dating, you know, 10, 12 years ago, whatever it was, like just a mat, that's what I was thinking when reading this. Like if crypto, like if crypto was as big as it is now when we were in college, I'd be wearing fucking NFT hockey sweaters to the bar. Like I almost guarantee it. <laughs> um, what, uh, so like when you've told people in your life that like, yeah, I, I fuck with crypto. Like, do you get kind of every reaction, every different one, or is it pretty universal? It's universal, but it's 50, 50. So if the other person is like, open to crypto open to learning they have some investments they read about it it's more or less always an intriguing and like good conversation like i learned something from it either a new perspective mm -hmm. or you know a new coin or something but to the people that don't care like i feel like there is a large majority of the population that just doesn't care to understand it doesn't want to learn and gets annoyed by even like the mention like, yeah, I mean, even even my wife, like my wife could not give a fuck less about anything <laughs> that I do in the crypto sphere. Um, but, you know, I mean, she's like, you know, she's positive and she's like affirming, you know, which is great, but she doesn't care, which, you know, I don't try to make her care anymore. Like the first year mm -hmm. or two back in like 2016, 2017, I would talk nonstop and she was just like, dude, you got to stop. <laughs> He's like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. This is like, yeah, but you know what I mean? No, I same. I mean, my, my wife is very supportive. It's more of like, I'm glad you have a hobby, but, uh, yes. I don't yes. really care about this, but, uh, no, to your point, I have, uh, my father-in-law very skeptical, but if I, when I brought it up, he's, he asked me questions he's like, well, well try to help me understand this. But I feel like when you go to like a dating scenario, a dating environment, mm -hmm. it's, it, there's a little extra pressure. You know, you're, I think. I just by nature, I, I don't want to say it's like the age we live in. I think it's kind of always, you know, you're kind of looking for maybe yellow flags. And because to your point, like you said, a lot of people have these, you know, they, some people can have preconceived notions about what people into crypto are like, and those can be negative connotations. Yeah, you might trip someone's yellow flag really easily. And so I think I'm with you. I think if I was dating again and I was on a first date, I think I'd maybe hold that off for the second or third date. Just, uh, you know, be like, hey, look, I'm a, I'm a well-rounded person. I'm responsible. But also, you know, I uh, fuck with the crypto a little bit. So, yeah. I would probably just have it in my back pocket if the date wasn't going well. I'd just start talking about <laughs> fucking butthole coin or whatever. <laughs> Just start pitching her. Yeah. Just bring up your portfolio on your phone. All right. Look, before you go, I just, I just got to tell you, you know, uh, I need you, you know, whether or not we have a second date, I need you to go pump Adam. I need you to go just, can you sign up for this account so I can get a free $20 credit before we go? Exactly, yeah. bro. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You got any friends? Yeah. <laughs> you know anyone else in, in, in crypto? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I, we don't date, so I, I'm, cur I'm curious. We actually do have a couple of people we know. Well, one we know. Uh, uh, fucking, who's our, who's on our team? Why can't I think about this? Swiss. Uh, Swiss. Yeah, Swiss. We should, we should ask him because uh, he's, what? he's in the I dating mean, game in a major city. Yeah. 
True. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, we're all just, that's, that's the thing that got me though. Is like, we're just, our perspective is different. Cause we're just a couple of Midwestern boys and like, we don't know what it's like to be a 19 year old in New York dating. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. I don't yeah. Gotta, gotta constantly remind yourself, like we're, we're the old, we, um, yeah, just not plugged in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, I don't know. We'll keep collecting information on this important subject as we go. Uh, but uh, no, it was good to talk to you, bud. Uh, Thanks for coming on today. We'll, yeah, uh, we'll too. Be, yeah, we'll be back next week with more Daybreak Crypto. Thanks for tuning in. See you, bud. See you then.